Welcome back to another Camp Clip series. How do you respond when a coach tells you or your partner's call is awful or terrible? In this episode, we have a little snippet of how we handle those comments by coaches. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Crown Refs Podcast. The audio experience for basketball officials. Serve the game. I would never, and use those three words, I would never speak to you that way. You fill in the blanks. I would never speak to you that way. I would never say that to you. I would never speak that way to your crew. However you want to fill in the blanks. But the I would never approach works really well, especially when they're speaking, coaches are speaking about our teammates. I think horrible, awful, and terrible are all automatic technical fouls when a coach says that. Paul, that was awful. Paul, that's terrible. Paul, that's horrible. They're making a personal statement in an unsportsmanlike fashion. If they whisper it, again, it's going to be a little bit differently. But the most times they say, that's horrible, that's terrible. Now, if they, if they say your call personally is terrible, I think a lot of us would agree that's a technical foul. Where I'm not seeing that line up is when they call our partner's call terrible. We don't stand up and treat it the same way. My thing is, if you call my partner's call terrible, and this happened to me earlier this year. Coach didn't have anything wrong with me. My partner correctly no-called a travel play, which was a fumble. Paul, you got to help him out. He is horrible. Boop, 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 boop. Technical foul. There's no words to be said there. Nothing for me to say. Technical foul. I think that's automatic. Do you guys agree? I don't think everybody agrees. I don't think the majority agrees. This episode of the Crown Reps podcast is brought to you by RefereeStore.com. To save 15% on all United Attire products, enter Crown15 at checkout. We hope you enjoy this episode and do us one last favor before you listen. Have a great rest of your day. Everything is. Good points. Well, we don't, and I want you to remove the whack, got, all that tech term, just technical foul. <laughs> there you go. My standard is respect for the game, respect for my partners, except when that's violated. Now, does it rise to the level of a technical foul? Can it technically be defended? The answer is yes, based on what would you say? Awful, horrible, awful, horrible terrible. But you've set a standard. You set the standard. When they question your integrity, they're going to have opinions about your calls. Newsflash. Newsflash. When you're working in arenas with 700 people versus 7,000 people, nobody hears that but you and him. Now, what you have to determine, and I'm going to offer my opinion, coach says, baby, you know, Nick's, Nick's awful tonight. That's an awful call. JB, that's awful. Coach, I'm not going to disrespect your team. If you continue down this path, it's going to get real expensive. And it's going to get expensive quick. Technical fouls and pointing at people. I've also heard before when you call it and you point at them, but at the ground. It could be kind of a diffuser if you do tend to point at them or for some reason you want to make it known that it was on them. Point at the ground. Or point waist down. Yeah, this is better than like. Is a good guideline. This is a good guideline to follow.
follow, but not an absolute. It's a good guideline to follow. It can be, it can be viewed, you know, you just teed the guy, and now you antagonize him by, you know, it's like calling a foul and go, the old bird dog, right? Mm -hmm. Where you pull and you, you know, you're bird dogging somebody. It's antagonistic sometimes. It, it, it looked confrontational, even though it wasn't meant that way. So obviously we don't have to do that anymore, but I think your point is well taken, Felix. Give us yours, Felix. Blue, 33, fits. Very good. All very, very consistent. I didn't get you. Don't you ain't off the hook. I got to go ahead. 32, hit. Two. Very good. All the, what do you think, Paul? I like it a lot. You want to try it, big guy? I came in, so. Just do it, though. Hey, 24, white. Hit. Yeah, don't don't punch your forearm. Yeah. Don't be nice to your forearm. Don't punch your forearm. Now hit it with uh, this part of your your fist here, like you're stabbing it with a knife. A couple of things presentation wise, we want to avoid the gator chop technical foul, the emotional you, and then uh, I don't like to point at players that that I tee up unless it's a double. For some reason, double technical fouls. If it's two players, boop 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 boop. Double technical foul, and that's one time I'll, I'll point to the player. Also, when we're indicating who the shooter is, that's, that's a different way of pointing to the player. I don't really consider that, but I would avoid pointing to players after technical fouls and make sure your techs are emotionless, right? You should not have any kind of negative emotion that you're frustrated, angry, confused, mad at the coach or the player who you're teeing up. Let's go a little more macro to JV's point. We were talking about being frustrated, right, being mad at a coach. Nobody should have the ability or, or have the opportunity to take up that emotional real estate in your, in your mind. So therefore, nobody should be able to get you mad. No coach should be able to get you mad for one second. Now, that's hard to do. That takes time. But eventually, I want you guys to get to the point where when you get on the court, you are cold as ice and you don't feel any of that. You don't let anything like that penetrate your skin. Tough to, tough to extract a lot from that game, you know? You only had one foul, right? speed up my eyes again, though. You know, I took a couple weeks off. No. You know, just seeing live basketball again. Yeah. You know, I'm not clock referencing every time, which I want to be doing every single time. Sometimes so, you... once I say team follows the transition, normally, like, I'm reciting that every time I go up and down. Yeah. So I'm just trying to get the layers back. Sometimes taking a few weeks off is a really good thing. I, I step on the court feeling much more patient. Like, if it's a three weeks, two, three weeks, I'm not saying take three months off. No, that might be too much. Sometimes when you're going hard, you get a little break. It definitely refreshes you, I feel like. I always need it. Usually, I like to have it in, like, August, September, you know, just before the season starts. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If our podcast has brought you any value in the past, then we would love if you considered joining our mentor program and private community for officials. You can go to patreon.com backslash crownrest to get started today.